0: Hi, welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so glad you're here today. So my son used to race BMX. Uh, He was awesome at BMX. He started when he was three or four and uh, just practiced and practiced and practiced and really excelled. And in fact, a couple of years, won state champion. And last summer, he decided that that was going to be enough. So because he had excelled so much when he got put onto the BMX team, he was put with the older kids to, to practice with the older kids on the team. And they picked on him. He was eight at the time and the next youngest kid, I think was maybe 13. And my son, Jack really was trying hard to, you know, be able to run with the big boys. And, trying hard to fit in, and he's such a mature kid and was such a great BMXer that I think those older kids forgot that he was only eight years old, and so they teased him, and they picked on him and and kind of bullied him a little bit, and he didn't tell me any of this last summer, uh, but I could tell that he was losing motivation at BMX, so I went and talked to the coach uh, one day, and he said, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Jack. I think that he's just getting lazy. Now, you can imagine that that's a trigger word, right? Like, oh, lazy. Like, first of all, to call a kid lazy is tough. And then also to have your kid called lazy is tough. But I thanked the coach for the feedback and I said, okay, let me go home and talk to Jack. So I went home and sat down and asked him what was going on with BMX. And he just said, I just don't like it anymore. And so then I told him what the coach said. And he just burst into tears and he started telling me what had been happening at practice all summer and that he had been afraid to tell me because he didn't want to get picked on even more and he was trying to handle it himself trying to really you know make make sure that he was acting like one of the older kids and so i as you can imagine i was pretty upset because what is the coach doing right i mean my son is 8 years old and we had had a talk about the fact that if it wasn't the right fit for him to be practicing with the older kids, we would move him down with the younger kids. But he was going to keep an eye on it and let me know. And that just didn't happen. So we deal with this with the coach, and and he handles it just fine. And 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 the parents uh, call me, and everybody apologizes to Jack, and and one of the kids who happened to be his friend, who was also kind of the ringleader and kind of picking on Jack, told him, "Please don't quit. Please don't quit." um, race this last race. So race in the state championship. And so Jack agreed. And so three weeks after all this went, went down, we traveled to the state championship. Jack races his heart out. He crashes in the mains, comes back, passes kids to take third place. I was cheering and yelling. I was so unbelievably proud because he crashed and he knew that he wasn't going to win first place, but he didn't give up. He got on that bike and he rode his heart out to, to come back and, and try to place. So I was so incredibly proud of him. And as we were driving home from the race, he says, okay, that's it. I'm done. I committed. I said, I was going to ride in the championship race. And I did, and I don't want to play BMX or ride BMX anymore. Okay. No problem. I understand. He's like, I want to play ball sports. So that brings me to a couple of nights ago. I'm tucking him in to bed and he says, mom, do you think I'm going to be, do you think I would be any good at BMX anymore? And I said, well, of course, if you go out and practice but you're going to be a little rusty since you haven't been on your BMX bike for over a year, uh, almost a year. And he says, I think I might want to race again, but I'm afraid to go back because what if they make fun of me? They're going to tease me. So why would they tease you? they're going to tease me because I quit and then they're going to tease me because I'm not as good as I used to be. It's like, well, you know, why do you want to race BMX? Do you want to race BMX because you want to be win, because you want to be as good as you used to be, or you want to race because you miss it? And he said, well, I want to race because I miss it. He said, mom, you know, I just, I'm really not that competitive of a person and I'm okay if I don't win. And, but I think that people expect me to win, especially because I used to be good. And so I am having a hard time because I'm not competitive. I just want to do something for fun. And so I gave him a huge hug and we had a talk around, it's okay to be you, right? You need to be yourself. And there's so much pressure to try to be what you think other people want you to be in life. And it starts happening as a young child, right? Here he is, nine years old. Grapply with, I'm not that competitive, but I think I should be competitive. So I'm trying to be competitive. Really, I just want to, to, to play to have fun. And so I told him this I said, You need to be you. The best thing that you can do in your life is to let go of your attachment to what other people think of you. Live your life. If you want to go out there and you want to ride VMX for the love of it, that is awesome. In fact, more of us should do that because so much of us lose the joy in what we do because we're so busy trying to compete, trying to win, trying to be what somebody else thinks we need to be rather than just doing it for the joy of exercising or learning or growing or whatever it is in life. So be yourself and let your attachment to what other people think of you go. You do you the best piece of advice I could give you. If you want to go out there and you want to ride BMX, I will take you to the track. You can practice in private. You can decide if you want to race or not. You can do whatever you want, Jack. That's what you get to do with your advice. And he gave me a big hug and he said, thanks, mom. I always feel better when we talk. And the next morning he came to me, he said, I don't think I want to write BMX anymore. I think I really want to just stick with ball sports. I want to be, I want to play soccer. I want to play football. I want to play basketball. I want to play golf. And so I said, okay, great. That's fine. Let's, this is the time where you get to explore to do all of that. But it really made me pause because I spent much of my childhood, adolescence, teenage years, adulthood, early adulthood, trying to be what I thought other people wanted me to be. And it was really destructive. It took me a long time to figure out who I was as a person, who I was as a leader, and truly be authentic in what I wanted and learn how to say no. Learn how to say, I'm okay with not being good at that. Learn how to say, I'm okay with not focusing on that. Instead of trying to be what I thought other people wanted me, be good at everything, make sure that I didn't say, well, I don't know, right? All of that really was a toxic time in my life because starting from a young age, I was trying to make people like me. And so I wanted to share this story with you because I think that we can all relate. Everybody at one time in our lives has tried to be what we thought other people wanted us to be. And have maybe lost a little bit of ourselves or lost our way. And maybe you're in that right now. And I really want to encourage you to be okay with being you and learn your strengths and weaknesses and go after what you want. You have one life to live and you can't live it for other people. And so this was such a great story and it moved me and it resonated with me because well, I lived that life for so long, and even now, as a well-established adult, about to be forty-four, and a established leader who has found her way, I still find myself sometimes going like, "Oh, I wonder what people are going to think when I do this, and you know, should I make this decision? What this, what is this going to look like? What is this perception going to be of me?" And I'm much more capable of moving through that now because I can. Say, I'm gonna stay true to myself. I know what I want. I can say no to these things that are outside the realm of what I want, but it took a long time to get there. So you do you, you know, live your life and let go of your attachment to what other people think of you. And I know it's not easy. You know, what I had to do to to get through those dark moments when I was so worried about what people thought is. Always stay focused on my vision for myself. Always stay focused on my guiding light. This is the kind of person I want to become. This is what I want to do with my life. Whenever I would feel that pull of, like, well, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, I always come back to my vision for myself. And that is, I want to be an impactful leader. I want to be a great mother. I want to have some leisure time so that I enjoy my life. I'm going to. Be true to myself and say what needs to be said, even if it's not always popular because that's how I stay grounded in in truth and integrity to myself. Those are the things that I really focused on um, to I really focus on to help me stay grounded. All right, well, hopefully that story was enjoyable to you. It was something that really hit me hard, and I'm so proud of my son and and his journey to figure out who he is. And watching him do it at nine years old is is really quite remarkable. So, all right. My question of the week comes from somebody at a keynote speech that I gave. I was talking about self-leadership, in particular self-care. And she asked me afterwards, how do you manage stress? As a leader, you have to be on all the time and you have to set the example. And sometimes I feel really stressed and I don't show up as my best self. How do you manage that? That's such a great question. There's so much pressure on leaders today to show up as their very best selves, to power through, to be the role model, to engage their employees, to create culture. And it is. It is our responsibility as leaders to, to do that. But it's not always easy, right? Especially when we're feeling burned out too, or feeling stressed, or have personal things going on in our lives. And so, I could relate to her because some days I don't show up as my best self, and and I need to work through that as quickly as possible because my employees are relying on me. They're relying on me to make sure that we are meeting a, a steady ship. In these crazy rough waters, um, organizing the chaos that's going on around us. And if we don't hold ourselves together, it's really hard to expect our employees to hold it together. So, here are a couple of the things that I do. One, I get weekly massages. This is my best way of managing stress. There is something amazing about having human touch, right? Helping you relax the endorphins that are released when you get a massage. It's seriously the best thing that I have found. I've tried lots of different things for stress management but that is something that is really, really works for me. So that hour and a half that I have every week for my massage, that's my time where I can treat myself, where I can relax and where I can reduce stress. So I really encourage you to find that whatever it is for you, uh, to make sure that you're blocking off that that relaxing time. And this should not be exercise. This should be something that truly helps you take it down. I am a huge believer in exercise for stress relief too, but that only sometimes can like, you know, increase increase like the uh, output that you're giving, right? Whereas a massage or meditation or acupuncture or something like that, that really can help you bring it down is important. So that leads me into exercise. I'm a huge believer in the exercise can fix everything. Uh, going for a walk, going for a run, getting on my Peloton. It's amazing how much better I feel when I get a little bit of exercise. So I try to make sure that I move my body every single day for stress relief. In the moment, when I'm feeling really stressed out, breathing. I'm a huge believer in box breathing. And that's when you breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. Inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. It is amazing how that will slow your heart rate and help you feel less stressed in a moment. So definitely breathing exercises are a great way to be able to um, make sure that you're staying focused, that you can calm yourself in the moment. Breathing can be done anywhere. And then just in general, right? How do I reduce my stress? I make sure that I say no to everything that I can possibly say no to. And that's not always easy to do. Sometimes as leaders, we feel really pressured to take on more, to be involved in everything. And really, you have to just say no. So my guiding principle, kind of what I talked about earlier, it's make sure I'm a great CEO make sure that I'm a great mom and wife. Like how am I showing up for my family? And that third thing is, is how am I taking care of myself? I want to be healthy spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. And if it's outside of those three things, then I say no. And that's tough because that means that I don't necessarily like give back to my community as much as I would love to. I would love to volunteer more. I would love to get involved in more community things, but I can't do that right now at this time in my life with a young child and running a big company. I have to say no to some things. And so really creating boundaries about how I use my time. I also highly recommend that you set boundaries on the hours you work. Um, I do not work past six o'clock every night. I just don't. If I have to, if it has to get done the next day, it has to get done the next day. We have to set boundaries around our time. Uh, because otherwise we don't give ourselves time time to uh, to relax and to recover so making sure that you are saying i need to to be my very best self and here's what I need to do it with boundaries here's what I need to do it with how I take care of myself and then the last thing i want to talk about is mindset and there's lots of different ways to focus um on my on your mindset but the way that I really do it is I try to turn everything into a gift, every challenge into what could, could come from this and look for that gift, look for the power of the lesson. And so when you switch your mindset from, oh, this is so hard, I'm so stressed, I have this challenge to there's going to be a gift in this. I'm going to learn so much uh, about myself, about this project, about Uh, a new skill or talent, it helps you focus on the positive, even when you're feeling pretty negative. So I was just doing this last night. I was telling myself a story about not being able to get something done. I looked at my email and I was like, oh my God, there's 15 emails that I haven't replied to. I feel so bad. You know, I need to sit down right now and get them done. And I said, no, I'm going to change my mindset with that. All those people there know that I am a busy leader and they're going to forgive me for not getting back to them. So what I'm going to do is set aside an hour on Monday morning and I'm going to go in. I'm going to flag all the emails I need to reply to and then I'm going to go back and reply to them. And I'm going to just spend an hour doing that so that I feel like, okay, I've done that. I've cleared it out. I don't have to feel guilty. And I was like, okay, then I could compartmentalize it and and let it go, leave it alone. But I had started to get into that story of people are going to judge me and I'm a bad leader because I haven't responded to these emails. And that's just not true. I'm busy. And uh, everybody's gonna understand and I can set change my mindset and set something much more positive in place and 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 have a much better mindset about it. So Anyway, those are some of my tips. It's not easy, right? The pressure is on for sure, but you have to protect your time. You have to protect your well-being if you want to be able to show up uh, as your very best self for your uh, for your team. And you can only do that when you're doing things that help you stay in that positive mindset. So those are my tips. All right, I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Reflect Forward. If you like this podcast, please write a review, send uh, it to a friend, rate it, share it. It helps with the algorithms and I always appreciate it. Thanks so much. Take care.